Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 2, Sons and Daughters. By surrogacy, Abraham and his wife have had a son, Ishmael. By incest, Lot has had two sons. These will become tribal leaders, and they will be people that fight against Abraham's descendants. But God's promise to Abraham and Sarah is a son through Sarah, a son of their own flesh. Now they move to southern Canaan, and Abraham, fearing for safety, once again pretends Sarah is his sister. Episode 4, The First Miraculous Birth in the Bible. The tribal Philistine king, Abimelech, meaning my father is king, takes Sarah to his harem. But God speaks to Abimelech in a dream. He reveals Sarah's identity and says that Abraham is a prophet. God says the king can ask Abraham to pray for him. So Abimelech returns Sarah and lots of gifts to Abraham, who in turn prays for him and his household. Now the 100-year-old Abraham and 90-year-old Sarah have their first child. Sarah names him Isaac, meaning laughter, and after eight days, he is circumcised as part of God's covenant. When he is weaned, Abraham gives him a great feast, but Sarah sees Ishmael teasing his half-brother Isaac. So Sarah asks that the son of surrogacy, Ishmael, and his mother, Hagar, is sent away. Abraham is upset, but God confirms that he will bless Ishmael and make him a great nation. So, early one morning, Abraham gives Hagar and Ishmael bread and water and sends them away. When they run out of water, an angel helps them and shows them a well. Finally, everything looks settled, and Isaac grows up. Abraham and Sarah don't have any more children, and now God asks Abraham to kill Isaac as a human sacrifice. So early one morning, Abraham sets off and travels with a donkey, Isaac, and two servants. He cuts wood for a burnt offering, and they make a three-day journey to Mount Moriah, meaning considered by God. At the bottom of the mountain, Abraham leaves his servants and puts the wood for the burnt offering on his son's back. Abraham carries the fire and knife in his hand, but Isaac asks his father where the sacrifice lamb is. Abraham says that God will provide, and he builds an altar and sets the wood. Then Abraham ties, binds Isaac, places him on the altar, and raises the knife to kill him. Just then, an angel calls him. He stops, and God sends a ram, which is sacrificed in Isaac's place. Now again, God confirms his blessing to Abraham and that through him, all nations on earth will be blessed. Abraham and his family now settle in Beersheba, meaning well of the oath or seven. Abraham receives news that his brother Nahor in Mesopotamia has many children through his wife and through his concubine. Now aged 127, Sarah dies. Abraham mourns her and buys a burial site. It is his only purchase of land in Canaan, and he pays 400 pieces of silver for a field and a cave. Isaac is now 40, and Abraham desires that his son has a wife. He sends for his eldest servant, Eliezer, meaning my God is help, to find a bride for Isaac. Eliezer is to find a wife from Abraham's family in Mesopotamia. She must not be a Canaanite. 
Eliezer vows to fulfill his many instructions, which include not taking Isaac with him. Isaac's bride has to be released from her family and must be willing to leave and begin a new life. So Eliezer sets off with camels and provisions for the 500-mile trip. When he arrives in Mesopotamia at the city of Nahor, he goes to the local well. He asks God for help in finding a bride for Isaac. And in the evening, women come to gather water. Eliezer specifies to God that he will ask the girl he thinks suitable to give him water to drink. If she replies yes and then offers to give his camels water too, she will be the one. When he looks up from his prayer, he sees a beautiful woman and asks her if he can drink from her water pitcher. His prayer is answered. The woman gives both him and his camels water to drink, so he asks her about her family. She is the daughter of a man called Bethel, meaning house of God, who is the son of Milcah, meaning queen, the wife of Nahor, meaning light of lamp, Abraham's brother. The family dynasty continues. You can read the Bible story in the books of Genesis chapters 22 to 24. The Bible can be viewed as God's ongoing love story. It starts with him creating all things to live first in relationship with him and then each other. The picture of marriage, love and fidelity is used continually. The Bible library brings together one interconnected story. You can find connections and references across the books. Nothing in the Bible books is without purpose. Old Testament books establish God's relationship with man. The books put the Hebrews center stage to demonstrate the faithfulness and holiness of their God. The scripture's purpose is that through the Hebrews, God's blessing will be brought to the entire world. Therefore, texts were primarily Hebrew, and as culture and language changed, they were translated into Greek. In the city of Alexandria, 70 scribes were said to have worked on the project for its very famous library. This was completed around 200 BC, and these texts are known as the Septuagint, which is Greek for 70. Jewish scholars decided that some writings should not be included, and these are known as the Apocrypha, which is the Greek word meaning hidden. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.